Hey everybody, this is Spencer, the uh, producer at Silicon Sasquatch. In the aftermath of PAX, we had a lot of material that we really uh, didn't get through. There was just so much going on, and there were only three of us there at the show that we never quite covered as much as we wanted to. But we collected a couple of interviews, very short, five-minute affairs, that we wanted to get out there. The first is with Jeff Tennell of Spotkin Games. Spotkin currently is working on Contraption Maker. The other interview is with Mike Tipple, who is the one-man team at Marauder Interactive and is currently working on Enemy Starfighter. Like I said, both of these are very short, and because I was excited about both of the games in question, it's really quite cheerful. It's not any type of in-depth expose. It's just talking about their games and what we're looking forward to. Anyway, please listen to both of them. Uh, Check out the games in question, and let us know if you have any feedback. Thanks for listening. First up is my chat with Jeff Tunnell, who's working on Contraption Maker. Unfortunately, at the time, I didn't think to ask his name before we started the interview. What's this? Contraption Maker. And as far as I can tell, it is a basically an HD remake of The Incredible Machine. I don't know if you ever played that. I didn't. You know, we could uh, interview one of the uh, booth people here, ask them what their game's about. We could. We could do that, and that would be actually pretty excellent. I mean, I already know what it's about. You may not be quite sure. Hey. <laughs> uh, my name is Spencer. This is Aaron. We're with uh, Silicon Sasquatch. And yeah, uh, we'll pull out a card here in a moment when I <laughs> turn off the microphone. But uh, you, uh, I mean, are you working on Contraption Maker? Are you one, like, one of the developers? Or? I'm one of the designers. One of the designers? managing partner of the company and creative director. Great, awesome. Uh, So, I already know what this is about. I'm actually very excited about it already. Uh, But do you want to like briefly summarize what what Contraption Maker is, uh, you know, what type of game it is? Sure. Um, Myself and my partners, we actually created the Incredible Machine back in the 90s when we were, I was a founder of Dynamics also, and and we created the Incredible Machine in the 90s. then I started Garage Games after that, and then did Push Button Labs, and now we're back with Spotkin, and we decided one of our favorite games we ever worked on in my entire career was The Incredible Machine. So we wanted to bring it back to the market with the new modern computers, internet access, uh, you know, high-resolution screens, that kind of thing. And so we started working on it last year, and this is where we are now. We just released three days ago on Steam. We're at early access alpha stage, probably finished the 1.0 version of the game early next year sometime, but we'll never be done with this game. We're going to constantly keep it, keep it. I'm assuming that people want it, but I'm pretty sure they do, that uh, they'll that we will keep working on it for years to come. And so, I mean, we're just excited about it. And once we get that done, then we'll do the tablet version, come out with Android first, because it's a lot easier to make changes and that kind of thing. So that's our plan. Fantastic. Um, yeah. The- the Incredible Machine was absolutely one of my favorite games growing up. It's, it's just a wonderful, uh, it's a puzzler, basically. But, I mean, are you familiar with the works of Rube Goldberg, basically? I, I am Rube Goldberg, but I have never played The Incredible Machine. So kind of what's the overall, the, the goal as a player? 
Um, well, the, the way to describe it is it, it is a Rube Goldberg machine. If anybody's ever seen those cartoons where a guy's laying in his bed and he's got a, a string attached to a mouse that's going to run after cheese, that's going to turn the fan on, that's going to bring his toothbrush to him or those kinds of things, that's what this, that's what this is. Right now we have uh, 75 parts or so. The kind of parts we have are balls and mouse motors and dynamite and walls and all these different kinds of parts and you can put them together any way you want and they, they operate the way you think they're going to do. And so the, the goal for that then is like you can take those and you can just make contraptions that just for fun and record them out and put them out on YouTube and that kind of stuff, show them to your friends or you can share, you can take parts out and make them into puzzles. And so then there's a fixed contraption there and you need to fix it. And there's there's a, par, a toy box over here that has a bunch of different parts in it and you can pull those out and fix the machine and make it make it reach its goal. So that's that's the basic premise there. And now that we've now that we're on Steam, we've got access to Steam Workshop and so all of our customers can make their own puzzles and throw them up in Steam Workshop and like I said, we only released two days ago, and before we came up here, we released like the day before we came to PAX. <laughs> and you know that that next, excuse me, the no, next no the next day, there were over a hundred puzzles in the in Steam Workshop already. Yeah, but we we intend to open up way more than that. We're going to open it up to new puzzles, new backgrounds, new background parts, new par part skins, new music, all kinds of things like that, so that the, the community can really participate and help making this game better. Excellent. Well, I, I already recognize a lot of the classic parts on there. I'm really excited about it. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Contraption Maker is available on Steam Early Access for $10, though at the time of this recording, it's on sale for 5 until November 11th. Next up is my talk with Mike Tipple about his upcoming strategy and space combat game, Enemy Starfighter. Uh, just go ahead and introduce yourself with the microphone. That's you know, always a good place to start. Okay. Uh, my name is Mike Tipple, and I'm uh, uh, the lunatic behind the wheel at Marauder Interactive, and I'm working on Enemy Starfighter right now. Excellent. So, just off the cuff, uh, having you know watched the promotional videos and so forth, and I, I, I say this is a very positive thing, but it seems like you've got a, a very like you're, it's paying tribute almost to Homeworld in a certain regard. Yeah, absolutely, and, and and not just Homeworld, but like the guys that also inspired Homeworld, like like Chris Foss and Stuart Colley. Like like I used to have the Stuart Colley book on permanent checkout when I was growing up. From like he did like space battle books, and that are just like and you can see where they did like the special edition Homeworld like book because it's all like ship stats and histories of the ships, and that's where they got it from. And and, and so it's it's definitely the like Rob Cunningham and and his crew on on Homeworld, but it's also like like all those old school guys too. Like so. It's, it's a little bit of everything. Awesome. So uh, there's a strategic element to it, at least. Uh, is it uh, where you plan your waves before sending them in, or is that...? Yeah, so basically, like, the system's going to set you up in, in, a, in a jump gate, like, filled system. So, like, there's going to be traffic and stuff going between the gates. And, and I don't know if you guys have ever played EVE, but um, I was a very poor pirate in EVE. And a lot of it was waiting around and it's, it's almost like fishing like you're kind of like watching gate traffic and you're like oh no this isn't going to work he's too big he's too big for me to take or he's not worth it for me to take so that's kind of what you do except they let you kind of fast forward and then you're kind of waiting in warp until you see something that you want to take out and then you're like okay cool and then you enter deployment mode start placing your ships get in get out because you know his friends are going to show up and then try to run you off and, and your fleet because it persists forward you want to get out with as minimal losses as possible 
Awesome, awesome. And then to uh, to top that off, on top of all of the strategic and planning, uh, it's also a space combat simulator. Yeah. Was there a particular title that influenced you there? Because I, I know I grew up with uh, with X-Wing and TIE Fighter and uh, Free Space, so. Those are the big three for me too. Like, like I, I loved X-Wing and I loved TIE Fighter. Like, like I remember sitting down with my grandfather trying to explain to him like, like how cool TIE Fighter is. And of course he didn't get it. He's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, but whatever. And then uh, I had experience doing this stuff before with, um, I worked on Halo Reach and I did the space, space mission in Halo Reach. Right, which was actually kind of one of the standout moments uh, I thought of the game because, well, I'm a sucker for that type of thing, but also because it, it mixed up the pace of it. You know, you're running around shooting guys on the ground. To have a, a space mission just kind of out of nowhere, that was really cool. Um, so what are your release plans for, um, for Enemy Starfighter? Uh, as soon as possible. I don't, I don't really know. Like, I kind of want to get it out by the end of the year, but I'm not, I'm not committing to that right now. Like, I know I said that in the original, like, thing, but that was before I realized how much work I had gotten myself into. I was like, oh, no. Um, so, but yeah, it'll probably be soon. Like, I definitely want to want to get out, like, pretty quickly. Like, and, I'm, and the cool thing is I'm at the point where, like, I can put people in front of the game and all these systems are coming together, like, like the capital ship combat and the, the, the command mode and everything else is all kind of like getting focus tested right now. So then from then on, I can kind of like work on the rest of the metagame and tie everything together a little bit better. Awesome. Uh, and then is it just going to be a PC exclusive to start? Or uh, I mean, are you, are you thinking of screen, trying to get it on Steam Greenlight? Are you thinking of uh, maybe crowdfunding it? Or is it just kind of a once you have it done, you're going to think more about distribution. I think uh, if I do anything, it'll probably be Greenlight. Like, I've been a little bit, like, like wary of doing a Kickstarter because I feel like people are getting burned out on Kickstarters and stuff, and, and I don't want to... Number one, I don't want to put people in the position where they pay for something, and then, and then like, I change a bunch of stuff because I feel like it's the better call, but then they get... You know, it either takes longer, and then they rightfully get a little bit annoyed at that, and I'd rather just not even, like, deal with that, and I'd rather just hand someone a game and be like, this is, I hope you like this, like I hope it's worth your money and, and not ask for anything up front from people. So that's it. Okay, uh, that covers most of it. I just have one kind of more personal note. Are you able to rename your ships in this game? Great. In that case, you have, you have pretty much made this specifically for the demographic of me, so I'm, I'm definitely on board. Uh, awesome, well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. Good to meet you guys. Mike Tipple has not announced any release plans for Enemy Starfighter at the time of this recording, but you can follow his dev blog at enemystarfighter.com. I'd like to thank Jeff Tennell and Mike Tipple for agreeing to be interviewed. And as always, stay tuned for the next Silicon Sasquatch podcast. Our usual roundtable is coming later this week.